0: Welcome to Community Faith Church podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope this message will not only bless you, but reignite you as you continue your journey with God. Get ready to be blessed and enjoy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's get straight into the teaching of tonight hallelujah I'm gonna to speak to you very briefly teach and then and then we're gonna have the, uh, have the communion amen hallelujah just make your heading just make your heading the word the word just just make it the word amen net amen amen now, for the sake of time, um, you do not have to write out the just. If I give a scripture reference, you just put there Matthew chapter two, verse three. Whatever the scripture reference is, and then you listen to me. You can later on go back to the podcast and listen, listen to it again. Okay. Otherwise, sometimes when we write, we 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 can miss something. Okay, and I want you to enjoy the teaching. Okay, okay, okay. The word. Can somebody shout the word? John chapter 6:63 6, John chapter 6:63 The spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. John chapter 6 verse 63. John chapter 6 verse 63. The spirit, the spirit, the spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you they are full of the Spirit and life. They are full of the Spirit and life. So the Spirit gives life. Now, having said that, let's go to Sunday. Let's go to Sunday. Who's clever enough? Who listen to the podcast? Where is this relevant when it speaks about the Spirit gives life? Okay, let's go to John. John chapter 3. Let's go to John chapter 3 quickly. John chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. John chapter... So Jesus answered, Verily, truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and spirit. Unless they are born of water and spirit. Unless they are born of water and spirit. Why? Because flesh gives birth to flesh. But... The Spirit gives birth to Spirit. Now, from this very moment, let's go back to John chapter 6, verse 63. The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit. And they are full of? So in other words, the life, God says, in order for you to receive my word of life, you must be born again. Because, because flesh counts for nothing. When it comes now to spirit things, you cannot read the Bible just from, a, from a, a viewpoint of your carnality. Are you with me? So when I read the Word of God, I must understand that I am spirit. And when I read this Word, I must ask the Holy Spirit now, because I am spirit, Jesus speak to me spirit words. Because when you read the word, you can read it from your carnal kind of viewpoint where it is just a logos. You just read it, read it, read it, read it. But there's no life in it. because you're reading it from the flesh point. right? But the spirit that Jesus speaks, it is spirit and it is life. Are you with me? So the word of God, when I start to read it now, I must understand that I am spirit. And when God speaks to me, He speaks life. He speaks spirit to me. So when Jesus says something, and I find it out in the word of God, He speaks to my heart. That's why it's important that our heart is not damaged. Do you know at night before you go to sleep, how many of of us just go to sleep? We We don't sit before we go to sleep, and we say, Jesus, Father, I thank you for this day. Now, I confess today Anything in this day today where I've missed you, where I've become offended. When, when I said something wrong, I did something wrong, I thought something wrong. Now before I lay my head down, I want to ask you to forgive me. Have mercy on my soul. So now you've just moved from the natural into the spirit. Now God will speak to you. But many of us, we just go sleep. Okay, but that's not the topic for tonight. Let me run through it. Are you still with me? Now, now when, when, when God starts to, as a believer, if you're a new believer or old believer, and you haven't done this yet or understand, that is why our relationship with God is dead. We don't grow. There's nothing new. I don't see stuff that I ask God for. Why? Because everything we do is connected to flesh, flesh, flesh. If I don't see it now, I'm impatient. If I don't see it now, then, then I, 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 I forget. I, 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 I get upset with God. You don't say it, but you are. Then you go into a spirit of doubt. So now you don't have confidence to ask God anything because every time you ask, you don't see anything. You see nothing. Yes. Yes. And so you get frustrated. Now, the longer you are a Christian, the more frustrated you become where you no more pray. Where you no more read the Bible because you see no benefit in it. It is just tradition that keeps you coming. But you never see and hear from God. Oh, who am I talking to? And so we need to get this year. I want to teach you to get from that place Of where the Bible is dead. Where we have dead things during the year. To get to a place where it's very easy to move from dead to life. Are you with me? The first step is you must be born again. Who's born again? So you qualify. Hallelujah. You you qualify immediately. You qualify. Now it is now. Now if I now qualify, how do I do this thing? Look to somebody and say, it's all about consistency. It's all about? Consistency. A simple example. If you say, I'm going to become fit, you not even want to lose weight. You just want to be fit, healthy. Right? You just want to be healthy. Because you get thin people to go to the doctor, they've got high blood pressure. Thin. Suspita. Thin. Thin. They are slim, but not healthy. I'm not saying he's not healthy. What I'm saying is, it, it is not your size. It's what's happening on the inside. Are you with me? Because Peter, he is blessed. He has a he a, a, metabolism, a metabolic rate. As things go in, it burns. It's it just, it just that burger. Now you and me, we're not that fortunate. We're not that blessed. No, we're not angry at him. We, we don't envy him. We, we don't get upset when we look at him and say, you, you, he sits in a restaurant. He, he, he eats double the burgers you eat. And you look and say, my Lord, my Lord. And when, he, when next week you see him, next month you see him, next year you see him, he still looks the same. But it doesn't mean he's healthy. Are you with me? I'm not saying he's not healthy. I'm not just making an example. Are you with me? Are you with me? You with me? So now, now how do I become then healthy? And how can I become expectant? And how can I start to see start to happen let's go there so we're busy with the word quickly né? give me five more minutes are you with me now you must understand as a child of God there is something like the law of growth that's why you never compete to grow with people in the church you ever uh, the law of growth is for everybody but if I started uh, if I start here and you start here. Yeah. You know, the principle stays the same. It is just you maybe a little bit further. Yeah. Yes. But I'll catch up. Yes. Don't worry. I'll yeah. Okay, look to someone and say, I'll, catch up. I'll yeah. catch up. Because some people that's here, maybe they stop in the process, but you keep on going. Yes. Yeah. It's just a matter of time before you will catch up and pass them by. Uh, that's why when I start here and here's the great news in the spirit things move quicker you're not with me in the spirit things like like you have to go year by year to do a grade right in the spirit it's minute by minute ah you didn't get that you see, it's so unbelievable because you're still in the natural while I'm talking to you. Because it takes you a year. It takes you a year to finish grade one. But in the spirit, it can take you one minute to pass from one grade to another grade. Uh, you're not with me. Let, me. let me show you this. When you, when you, when you, when, when, when I say, OK, this is a class. You're in the class now. Uh, next week, bring your Bible, bring your, bring your notebook. The minute you make a decision in your heart, I'm going to do that, you've just passed to another grade. You don't, you don't first have to wait and get home before you open the Bible and all that. The moment in your heart, your heart, your heart, your heart, you say, yes, I'm going to do it. The moment you do that, you've just passed over to the other grade. By the time you get your Bible and your notebook, you've already passed grade one. Now you're in grade two already. Hey, That's why, that's why, that's, that's why it took Jesus only 33 33 and a half years to finish. Not hundred and three. That's why it's not about how old you are. It's about, have you lived the full life? Because there's people older than you. Do you know a baby? We don't understand it. The baby is in the womb, and then the baby dies, the baby had a full life. Oh no, okay, I can't teach you that. Because according to God, the baby had a full life. <laughs> because you must understand, even when conception took place, any baby at Acomb, the spirit from thy baby is me Jesus. So yes, we as human beings, we feel a loss. We feel the pain. But according to Jesus, the spirit of the baby is there. And that baby grows while you're here. So when that baby walked, when the baby moved from here into into heaven, because you must understand that baby in the spirit is a grown person. Oh, wait, wait, this teaching is a bit too... That's why when you start to read the Bible from a carnal viewpoint, that's why when when the kingdom of God is inside of you, the business is already there. It is you going now as you obey the word of God and speak the word consistently. When you go from one door to another door, because in that door, in that place, there are different things prepared for you. But that door will not open unless this door is open. So when you get to the fourth door, that's the door of where now uh, you have it so full in you that it cannot but manifest in the earth. But in life, there will be many obstacles. That's why sometimes things take longer because we disobey God. We're not consistent. We, we allow the things of the world. And so what happens as I touch the door, uh, the enemy comes and he distracts me. So you lose your job. Now you leave the knob to cry over the job. And you stay here for years instead of just having to stay there turn the knob. Am I I, I making sense? That's why you must understand tonight, the first thing that you have to understand is this, that the Word of Jesus is spirit and it is life. The Word of God. So that's why I never read the Word of God with a broken heart. What is a broken heart? It is a heart that has been contaminated by my own desires to have my own things and allow Satan to then um, um, uh, mess up the perfect plan of God for my life. Unforgiveness. So he brings situations. So, you are, so, so the spirit of life cannot reach your heart. And yet the potential I can guarantee you from now until the end of the year, many things will happen in your life. Sticky, sticky, sticky. When I say, massive things that you couldn't do in the last 10 years, you could do this year. But before you get to the end of the year, you'll see this thing happens and that thing happens and this thing, because you're moving to one door, to the other door, to the other door, to the other door, until you get to the big door. Can somebody shout Amen. So that's why the enemy don't want you to read the word of God, don't want you to grow. Don't want you to to read from your spirit man the word. So when you start to read the word of God, you always make sure that your heart, because God speaks to your heart. Do you know? Even Satan never opened his mouth when he said, I will ascend to heaven. I will go to the, highest, to the highest mountain. The Bible says he said it in his heart. When he said it in his heart, God came to him and said, I heard you. Out. He never opened his mouth. He just said in his heart. Go read Ezekiel and Isaiah. Go read it. Because that astounded me. I was waiting. When is he going to open his mouth? The Bible says he said in his heart. So that's why you never really, but the protocol of this earth, after you said it enough in your heart and read the word of life, the protocol demands that you open your mouth and speak in the atmosphere here. That's why we pray loud. But how do you pray loud? Because What comes out of your mouth? Is it, is it, is it doubt? Or is it spirit and life? <laughs> are you with me Amen. and so when you start to read well, that's why the enemy said, just skip it he will keep you so busy from tonight he'll keep you busy not to listen to the podcast he'll keep you busy I promise you before you know it he'll skip a week and you still not even in kindergarten you still standing in that area of your life you still there but not tonight not this year in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Okay, the law of growth. Go there. Uh, um, let me just give you the scripture. And don't, don't, don't read it. Mark chapter 4, 28. So you sit and you say, hey, from today, I make up my mind to grow. But I understand there's uh, the law of growth. The law of what? The law of growth. Uh, if you have it, you can go there quickly. Uh, guys, take the back quickly. My time is running out. Mark chapter 4, 28. All by itself, the soil produces grain. First the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. Look, at there's something spiritual that God breaks down in the natural so that we can have some depth of understanding of how your life and the kingdom of God works. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. What scripture did we use there on Sunday? I can give it to you, but let me see if you studied a bit. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. What scripture? Oh. Huh? Where? Six what? There's many sixes in the Bible. What? What? I can't hear you. Ah. Okay, if you say it's there, let me show you it's not there. That's what Matthew 6, says. First seek ye the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all. No, no, I don't look at that. I'm, look, I'm looking for the one I gave you. I was sweating in front. Oh, you're not studying. You don't want to grow. Hey! Okay, okay. Okay, that's homework for you. Let's see next week. I can't give you everything then. You're gonna be lazy. Go listen to the podcast. Podcast. Now, some of you are Google." The kingdom of God is like a master. Oh okay. Okay, you do that if you wish. Are you with me? Now. Now there's so many scriptures. Go to um Luke chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. Don't, don't, you don't have to read it. Just, just write it down. Luke chapter 4, 18 and 19. Now, Jesus comes on the scene and he speaks what Isaiah 61 have spoken already over him. Because it is life, it is spirit. Guess what he does? He speaks of himself, over himself, about himself. Because everything that he speaks is life. It is spirit. So listen what I said. Remember what I said. In order for in this earth for things to open up, you have to declare. It. So he comes. What is in Isaiah 61? Isaiah 58, 59, 61. He starts to speak it. Now when he, when he enters Yeah, you must understand. Now he needs to make, need to make a proclamation. So you have to proclaim his word. So if he says, in Isaiah, he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. You see, it's all spirit. What? Spirit. There's the what? The spirit. Because the word of God is spirit and it is life. So he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Now he says, because he has done what? Anointed me to proclaim. So in other words, so in other words, when the spirit of God is on you, he anoints you to proclaim. Amen. What? His word. Then what does he say? He says, the good news to the poor. The good news to the poor. The good news to the poor. Then you find in Matthew chapter 5 verse 1. Write it down. Blessed are those who are poor in spirit. You're not a prideful person and say, I don't need God. So blessed am I. So I come before God and say, Lord, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I come to you not in the spirit of pride, but humility. I know nothing I'm poor in that sense make me rich and you do that you close the Bible then you say Lord I thank you you make me rich Lord I thank you you make me rich you say what must I pray In my heart, you make me rich. Now there comes a time where I have to proclaim what's in my heart. You make me rich. You said, blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Lord, I am poor in spirit. I thank you, you make me rich. You do this. You say, what must I pray? we them praying now. You make me rich. According to Matthew chapter 5, one Lord, It is your word. I proclaim in this earth, I am rich. Hmm. Listen, we didn't talk about money. I am rich. We didn't talk about health. I am rich. Hmm. You didn't talk about affliction. I am rich. I thank you, Lord. I am rich. While I'm not talking to you, I say it in my heart, I'm rich. But but, but the order in this earth is I must proclaim it. I'm rich. You must understand that the earth is still cursed. So when he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. (laughs) So wherever he walks, Demons must pass. Yeah. So, wherever you are, when you say, I am rich. Yeah. I don't have time to skinner. I am rich. I don't have time to be lazy. I am rich. I don't have time to speak about sickness. I am rich. Yeah. I don't have time to speak about my limitations. I am rich. I don't have time to speak about my pain. I am rich. <laughs> That's how I do it. I speak to you. I'm standing here. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Amen. Everything changed from that moment. The moment you disconnect from God and you don't speak to him, Satan sees it. In the spirit, he can see you are not connected. Listen what he says. Good news to the poor. He, now it is the word of God is a double edged sword. So he speaks to poverty, the spirit of poverty. But he also speaks about spiritual because there's no natural poverty without spiritual poverty. Uh, the reason why you see sickness on people is because there's a spirit of sickness. So, when he speaks about poor, year, it cuts it both ways. <laughs> What's the time? 11. Okay, give me two more minutes. Are you with me? Are you with me? Ask yourself these questions. This is your assignment for this week. I spoke to you about the art of asking questions. So, I was sitting in my office and I started to ask myself these questions. I didn't go read it, I asked myself these questions. Ask yourself these questions. Number one, am I growing? Am I growing? Don't ask somebody else, are you growing? You must ask yourself. So you don't write down are you growing? You write what? <laughs> am I growing number two do I want to grow I ask I'm sitting there do I want to grow the art of asking questions do I want to grow I've got nothing to do with you I'm asking myself do I number three Why do I want to grow? There's different reasons why I want to grow. Do I want to grow because you tell me to grow? Do I want to grow just because I see you grow? (laughs) Do, uh, um, Do I want to grow because you force me to? Why do you want to grow? Number 4 How can I grow? How? Who can I grow? How can I? I used to with me. What are the benefits of growing? What are? The benefits of growing. A boy says, "I want. I'm gonna. I want to drive my dad's car." He says, "You're not grown up yet." So that boy says, "One day when I'm grown up." So the benefit of growing up is I can drive the car. (laughs) Are you still with me? The other question is that I ask myself: How big do I want to grow? Do I want to grow the size of a mossy or the size of an eagle? How big do I want to grow? The other question I ask myself then, 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 where do I start? Where do I? My last question then that I ask myself is how quickly do I want to grow? If I start now, how quickly do I want to grow? Because some people grow a little bit, then they stay in it for five years, then they grow a little bit. Then. How quickly do you want to grow? Now, Now, all these questions, ask yourself and answer it truthfully. Because that will determine... What will happen this year to you? So that when you look back, you would be able to practically see how you've grown. Are you with me? Monthly, weekly, daily. Like today, you can say this tomorrow morning, I'm going to stand up. Um, 5 o'clock, I usually stand up 7 o'clock, but I'm going to stand up 5 o'clock. I'm going to spend 10 minutes. You've just grown. When you wake up late, you're still where you were the previous day. How frustrating is that? Because the flesh is weak, but the spirit... So you hear the voice, get up, get up, get up, get up, but your flesh says, No! no, no. And guess what you get? Sleep, sleep, sleep. But if the spirit, if you hear the spirit says, forgive, 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 you say, I'm angry, 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 I'm angry. Next year, this time, I'm angry, I'm angry, I'm angry, I'm angry. But not this crowd. Give God some praise for tonight's teaching. Amen. I recap quickly before we go. What scriptures did we use? You can read, you can read because you took, took notes. What did we speak about tonight? The Word. What scripture did we use? What was the next one? 428. What did John. Huh? John four twenty eight. Oh, oh, Pastor Kerr, you hear John, John, John. You must rub out there, Pastor good put Mark. What does Mark say? What does Mark say? Mark? What does it say? What does it say? What does it say? What does it say? Does it say? Now, you see, uh, can I just, can I just. You want to now quote the whole scripture. You must just say, law of growth. As long as you know what the scripture is about, you can let it go and then read it again. But you must, have, you must, you must be sharp. Make it easy on yourself. You sit in the text and say, I grow today. I grow today. You don't have to say, Mark chapter 4, verse 28 says, and there's the law of growth, and it gets so deep, you just say, I must grow. Because that word that you read is already in your spirit. Amen. There's the law of growth, so how do I grow? This morning you can say, how do I grow? Because there's a law of growth. Because yesterday I didn't get up early, today I grew. So, so I did 10 minutes. So next day, how do I grow? With another five minutes. Yo, Now we get to church, we say, ah! You know what? I started off growing. You mean, wh- what do you mean growing? How? How? You know, we started on Wednesday. So Thursday morning I got up 10 minutes and then the next 15 minutes before the time and then uh, 20 minutes before the time. I have grown by 30 minutes. And now the other one's stands and say, Huh? Huh? <laughs> but you see how excited it is now. There's stuff that you've grown in life that you, I've not, Now the next thing is be consistent. Maybe for the first week you start off 10 minutes but the next week you say let's push it to 15 minutes. You say, don't make unrealistic goals because if you can get up after 10 minutes you're done. You have done more in 10 minutes in the spirit than somebody that was in the flesh for an hour trying to convince God to bless them. So now you move to you have done more more. More. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Your word declares, blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Ooh, hallelujah. I'm poor in spirit. I thank you you make me rich. This morning you make me rich, Lord. I thank you as I walk to my work, I'm rich. I thank you you're in the taxi. That's the whole word for the whole day. I'm rich. Who told you? You must say 120 things to the Lord. Didn't you read the scripture? Don't be like the hypocrites. They say long praise. Think, think that they will be heard because of their long praise. You come in your heart, you just say, hey, I'm rich. That's the only thing you say, I'm rich. The spirit of God on the inside of you is life, flesh. So then there comes a time where you, where you, under your breath, nobody hears it. It was first in your heart, now it's under your breath. You say, I'm rich. I'm rich. Woo. I'm rich. I'm rich in healing. I'm rich in finances. I'm rich in relationships. Oh, hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. The whole day, I ask you, Pastor what what's the Lord saying? I'm rich. Because I'll come to you. Jada, what's the Lord saying? Hey, I'm rich. You say, what did you pray today? I'm rich. I'm still praying it. No, 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 man. You must pray. You must pray long. I'm rich. What are you? I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. You go sleep with I'm strong. You start to get dreams I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. Tomorrow the Lord gives you another word. I'm faithful. I'm faithful. Next day I'm holy. I'm holy. You start to dream because the word of God inside of you is busy birthing dreams of holiness, dreams of blessings, dreams of favor. Dreams. It yeah. is all new. It will come. When the message is to say, "Oh, I, I, will, uh, I will, uh, I will, I will get it. in your heart." You ask people, "How are they?" You say, "I suppose. What's it? You have been going. How's You've already clad all day. Now you try to convince me you're not. It shows me you've got no word. We will ask you, how are you? I'm strong. I'm strong. Now you don't lie. You're strong. You're strong. They're going to test your strongness. Not them. Satan will test it. You're strong. You're strong. You're strong. Strong man. In Jesus' mighty name. That's why taking this cup and the bread is so important. It reminds you of your covenant with him. A covenant, a covenant with him. I am strong is based on my covenant with him. In God's language, there's no defeat. In his language, there's no defeat. Even though it looks like when Satan got a hold of him, Satan couldn't take his life. He gave his life. That's why why God doesn't want to take your life. He says, give me your life. Give me your heart. The Lord never takes anything from somebody. Give me. When you start to do this, you start to see things start to change in your life. God is not mocked. Whatever you sow, you will reap. My heart is that every one of you will reach a difference now. I believe in you, it is possible, because God says it's possible. Don't wait for somebody else. Don't wait for somebody else. Don't wait? Yeah. Don't wait for somebody else. In the night that Jesus was betrayed, He took the cup, He took the bread, He broke the bread, and He says, this is my body that is broken for you. So how do we make this practical? Lord, I celebrate your health over my life. Your body was broken so that I can walk in the covenant of divine health. You might not feel like it now. The doctor says this, though, listen, the word of God is spirit and it's life. If If you do your part, the word of God has already done his part. Amen.